to the Travel Squad podcast. We adventure the world together, one passport stamp at a time. We're here to share travel news, tips, and our own adventures with you. Every Travel Tuesday, we share stories on a variety of topics, including our hometown, San Diego, hiking, weekenders, national parks, international getaways, and inspiring you to go on your own adventures, even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. And I'm Kim. And And we're we're the the Travel Travel Squad Squad Podcast. Podcast. So grab your ticket and your passport. And don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Hey, Hey, squatties. squatties. Welcome to episode 123 of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we're giving you major tips on traveling as a twosome. We talk a lot about squad travel, but sometimes it's just you and your partner or you and your friend, and the dynamic can be a lot different. Yes, and obviously Jamal and I do a lot of traveling as a couple as we've been together for nearly 15 years. My goodness. Yikes. Whoa. And I've learned that traveling in a pair is a big opportunity to bond with that person because you'll have a lot of opportunities to talk and connect on a deeper level because you're with each other for literally 24-7 days on end. Yeah, and regardless of if it's your significant other or friend, like you said also, Kim, really traveling as a twosome can make or break a relationship, I think. And ideally, it's going to make it for the better, right? Because you want to have this time to really bond and experience new things in life together. So I'm really excited to go into this episode because believe it or not, even though Brittany and I have been with each other for, as she said, almost 15 years, I feel like every trip that we have, we always learn something new about each other. That's sweet because you guys are always changing and growing. So there's always something new to learn. Yeah. And this year in 2022, I actually have three trips that I'm taking without Jamal. She's leaving me behind. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, it's very interesting. One of the trips I'm taking is with an old coworker. We haven't worked together in like two years. Still has a twosome. Still has a twosome. But we haven't worked together in a while, so I don't see her on a regular basis. We do talk regularly, but we don't hang out that often. So I wonder like, okay, how is this trip going to go? And then we have another trip planned for later in the year. And I'm like, should we see how the first one goes before we commit to the second and get too deep in the planning process? It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be interesting, but I don't think so, Brittany. You know why? Because we have this whole episode talking about how to travel as a couple. And again, regardless of if it's a relationship status or even amongst friends. So we kind of know the basics and what to kind of preliminarily talk about and agree upon. That way we avoid long-term issues and concerns on these trips, right? So I'm really, really excited to delve into this episode here. And as Brittany mentioned, she's leaving me behind for sure on two, possibly even three. I need to find myself a twosome partner and experience what you're going to be experiencing over here, Brittany, also. Mm -hmm. So tip number one, we always start with the tips. If it's your first time traveling with that person, I would recommend starting with a smaller trip, maybe an overnight or a weekend or a trip. Don't get too committed and go like balls to the wall, you know, two week vacation. Yeah, that is a really good tip. Balls to the wall. Don't do that first. Yeah, you want to know, like, does this person like going to the same kind of restaurants as me? Does this person have the same budget as me? Are they social like I am? 
you know, are we going to feed off each other's energy? Are they messy? Like those kind of things you want to know. Or, on, you know, looking at the plus side, did you have a really great time? Did you meet people? Was, did you make great memories? Do a little test run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember in the early days of Jamal and I dating, we would do like a weekend camping trip or like a small trip to Disneyland. Camping, that'll show you someone's good or bad. <laughs> oh, <it>. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then we moved on to our longer vacations. A tip number two is not much of a tip. I just threw this in here as something I love about traveling with a heteronormative partner. My man always carries my bag and I fucking love that. (laughs) So if we're dating and we're going on a trip together, I would be expecting you to pull my bag. You don't have to pull it the whole time, but like, you know, when my hands are full or when I go to the bathroom or if you have a duffel bag and I have a roller, you're taking both. Right. (laughs) Well, what if his hands are full, Kim? Well, of course we help each other out. Okay. So this... I'm not pulling his let bag. Let me ask you, you put, you put this number two here. So this is relatively <laughs> important. Is this make or break for you? If yes. they do not offer once oh to my carry God. your bag, Fuck yeah. are you like, this is the last I'm time like I'm traveling with this person? I'm like leaving you wherever we are. Like, can you imagine <laughs> if you're in a European country where there's no escalators and no elevators and you're having to carry bags upstairs, she's imagining and expecting the guy to take her bag and carry he's up the fucking stairs. He's carrying both, both hands, both suitcases, or he's taking two trips. So men don't do that right no two trips well this wasn't on a twosome <laughs> trip but when we were in japan i actually did this for Brittany's mom because when we were going there through go. the train it's stations nice and the metros and having to take our luggage they really didn't have escalators so i'm just like oh i gotta carry it down and see i left Brittany high and dry in the Ooh, dust because i carried her should have carried three jamal should i have i don't know <laughs> i think the respect was shown to the mom so she should just be able to accept it which she did so yeah i'm just curious where your level is so if you're out there listening and slide into Kim's DMs, this is high on the list here. Number two. I mean, my God, carry her bags. Make her break. Kim my is God. a single lady. So Uh-oh. slide into At her least DMs. at the time of recording. Time of airing. Who knows? Well, this isn't airing too far off. So I'm glad to see you getting busy, Kim. That's good news. <laughs> Tip number three. Be transparent about your budget beforehand. Yeah. And this could come out. You don't have to say like, my budget is $500, but you could start discussing things that you want to do. And if someone is suggesting Ruth Chris and you're over here suggesting Chipotle, maybe you guys should have a little conversation. Well, not even (laughs) that. You can really see in the preliminary planning process too on where their head's at on hotels. Yes. And so, I mean, we know this even amongst us as a squad, but even as a twosome, this is a good idea. Like what's your budget for a hotel? Sometimes I'll, I'll say like, I'll find a really nice hotel. Like when Jamie and I went to Austin, it was just the two of us. I found this great hotel, The Line, which is a beautiful, very like hipster fun hotel right on the river. Yeah, I was going to say when Brittany and I were in Austin, we saw The Line. We're like, oh, this is where Kim stayed. And it was right on the river. Great, great pool. But it was a little on the pricier side. I would say between three and four hundred a night. So I sent it to Jamie and I was like, this place is amazing, but it is expensive. What do you think? And that allows you to have the conversation around budgets. Like, am I comfortable spending this? At that point, you could say, "Eh, let's look for something cheaper or I'm cool with that. So last night, as Jamal and I were planning a future trip, I was looking at places on Airbnb and I found a few, you know, nice places within the budget we wanted to spend. And so I'd pull one up and say, okay, look at this place. Look at the pictures. This is what the price is. And then I would say, okay, here's option number two. And we'd pull up the pictures, look at the price, and then we would eliminate one. That's good. Sharing options at different price ranges is also great. Yeah. So, you know, originally we had like five. And so every time we compared two, we'd be like, okay, this in comparison to the last one. Okay, we're going to eliminate this one and compare it to, you know, the next one. And so that's how we kind of picked our next 
trip and where we're going to stay, which is very beautiful. Kim, we just showed you the I pictures. I know. I like really want to go with you, but I can't. <laughs> but it looks beautiful. The pool, like Mexico, especially that part of the Caribbean, Mexico, they just have the most unique places to stay. They're styled, jungly, and you guys are going to love it. Yeah. And even though we're going to be really in a resorty area, you can still find things on a budget. And by on a budget, I don't want to say like cheap either, but we're going to be there a week. So a week in a hotel or Airbnb is really going to add up. So I knew kind of what I really wanted to pay. And one of the options was really in there. And what we finally settled on, I don't want to say was necessarily out of budget, but more that I wanted to pay by like a couple hundred bucks for the whole you know week. But when you really compared the photos to, then it was like, all right, this is really the one. So even when you're working with your partner, again, significant other or friend, I really love the idea that Brittany just threw out because yeah, maybe when you throw out a number, it sounds like a lot, but when you compare it and see, okay, this is what I'm getting for that, then it's like, okay, yeah, and you guys can all be compatible and agree. Yeah, and when I was just planning this trip with Emily upcoming, she was asking what kind of hotels I like, and I was said, you know, I like a budget hotel, but I don't want to be like, grungy not like where we red roof in in palm desert yeah (laughs) i'm like don't go budget in the desert i think like you know i'm willing to do budget but not like a place where you're not willing to take off your shoes (laughs) hey travelers let's take a quick detour to talk all about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you we now have six different trip itineraries one week in Kauai. An American Southwest weekend or road trip. A week in Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks. A road trip adventure featuring all three of Washington State's national parks. Big Island, Hawaii, and an Arizona road trip that features all three of Arizona's national parks. We are obsessed with these. These itineraries are 20 to 30 page PDF guides with every detail of the trip laid out. We're talking where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, and driving distance between attractions. Plus what things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, and their mileage, and the time to allow for each one, and so much more. We have story highlights on our Instagram, at Travel Squad Podcast, where you can see the full guides. We've done all of the research and have taken these exact trips, taking our all of the guesswork from the planning so all that you have to do is show up and have fun purchase your comprehensive travel squad podcast itinerary on our website at travelsquadpodcast.com best of all they're on sale right now for 30 dollars. so travel on over and get yours today look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tip number four, 
plan activities that both of you will love. If you're going as a twosome, you guys should be feeding off each other and knowing one, where it is that you're wanting to go, and then two, figuring out what it is that you guys wanna do while you're there. So you both should be contributing to the ideas, that way you both are doing what you wanna do. And if there's one thing you wanna do and the other doesn't wanna do, then make it an agreement that we'll do this, what I wanna do, and then we'll do that of what you wanna do, that way you have a good balance and nobody's upset at each other. Yeah, that's really good. I think you shouldn't ever plan and say, we're going to do this without discussing it with your counterpart that you're going with. That That's just kind of rude and assuming, even if this is the person that goes with anything and says yes to everything, you should still be like, hey, I found this. Do you want to do it? Otherwise, it doesn't feel like your trip as a group or as a twosome. It feels like your solo trip. You're just adding someone, you're on, someone to. on. Right. And, and, you know, part of traveling with somebody is making it a special memory with that person. And if you don't involve them in the planning process, you're kind of taking that away from the trip. That's what I do for Jamal's birthday, though. <laughs> well, you need to learn your lesson right here, Brittany. Yeah, well, we're married, so I have no choice but to just sit and take it. You Kim, don't have but... to take this. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I Believe me, I do speak up. And again, we've had this conversation before. The banter of complaining about Brittany taking over my birthday and planning is just really banter more so than anything else. But yeah, really do feed off of each other and plan activities that you both will want to do. And I think when we get to tip number six here, so I don't want to skip number five, we're going to touch upon that a little bit more. And number five really kind of just builds off of number four. We want you to ask the other person, do you want to do this before you book it into your plans? And and like I was saying, it it is a twosome, not a one-some, plus one situation. So involve it. Make fun out of it. Planning a trip is fun. So involve the other person in the fun. I think Brittany involves you. She's like, hey, I found this. 17 mile hike are you excited <laughs> that's how it always goes uh, she phrases it in a way in which i really can't say no kim so yes i love she, the way britney phrases what she says when she's thinking something like jamal might not go for this mm-hmm. how do you phrase it so i found this and i think you'd really love this because we're gonna see all of this history and <laughs> it's gonna be so beautiful tell them the- what you know speak to the things they like yeah you know so i just tell him like how beautiful it's gonna be how much history is in that place no but there's something you say let me talk crazy to you oh that's what you mean yeah so (laughs) when i want to do something and jamal has no idea i want to do it i'm like hey baby let me talk crazy to you (laughs) You what am i I supposed to say to that i can't say no and you know squash her dreams and hopes in life you know so i I just got to roll with the flow and her happiness is my happiness. But again, we're talking as a couple of 15 years. If you're a new couple, new friendship, or even long friendship, first time traveling, you need to have these conversations. Brittany just knows that she can hijack in a way and take forth. No, 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 no. I'm willing to <laughs> compromise. Like number six, you know, you got to be willing to compromise. Mm-hmm. So if Jamal wants to go to a baseball game, I'm going to throw in a hike somewhere in there. There you go. Right. And if we want to get deep dish pizza and we all want mushrooms kim's gonna eat the mushrooms <laughs> yeah that we compromise <laughs> we compromise well jamal compromised and sacrificed the mushrooms so we can advance and get pizza but point being you have to be willing to compromise I'm just going to throw out an example. You know, we just had our previous episode 122 talking about London, high tea, Kim's in love with it. 
When we went to Chicago, she really, really wanted to do high tea. It wasn't anything that I wanted to do at that point in time to be like, oh, I'm in Chicago, want to do high tea. But you know what? Even though we're talking couples here, this was a squad trip. But we're like, no, you know, Kim does what we want to do. We got to do what she wants to do. So sometimes you just got to put in and we're like, yeah, let's have some high tea. And I fucking ended up enjoying it. So it sometimes, very avant-garde yeah. high tea. So sometimes what you think you won't enjoy of the other person, you will. But even if you don't, regardless, you should definitely right. be willing to okay. call. I have an example too. Not that I had anything in mind instead, but you wanted to go to China. And I was like, China, um, never thought about it. But I was like, okay, sure, I'll go to China. And I ended up fucking loving China. I love China. Love China. <laughs> Everyone loves China. 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 I know China. Uh, yeah, we got to throw in the Trump China right now. Boom. <laughs> hey, by the way, I love China. I mean, I love China. How can you not love China? I love China. China, China. But yeah, be willing to compromise. It's going to make the trip a lot more enjoyable. And again, you guys are just going to be feeding off of each other and doing what everybody wants to do and coming to an agreement. If you can't come to an agreement, number seven is for you. Sometimes you have to force the other person to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little extreme, but at the same time, sometimes needed. Yes. Yeah. So I went on a trip with my friend Morgan to Boston and this was a fall trip. We wanted to see the colors, go to Salem, do the whole witchy thing, Halloween thing. So one of our first nights there, you know, we took a red eye. So our first day was a full ass day. And that night I was like, you know what? We're in Boston. We have to go out. We're in Boston. When have we ever been in Boston? Never. She was like, I'm tired. I don't want I was like, shots. Can we get two shots over here? That'll <laughs> make everybody so right Just up. do that. If your friend doesn't seem down, just get some shots. <laughs> or number eight, sometimes you just have to say no and split up temporarily. That's true, too. So I went to Guanajuato with my ex, Louie, and the first night we went out, did all the cave bars, had all the craziness. The second night, I was like a little hungover and tired. So I, I lasted until 2 a.m. Then I was like, I'm going home. He walked me home, went to sleep. He went out, ended up coming back around five or six in the morning. Fine by me. I was sleeping. <laughs> Kim after 30 loves to sleep. I have hangovers. That's a problem. <laughs> but you were in another country. You should have been able to handle this I know, this one, right? Man. So your theory is proven wrong. It's not proven wrong. You know, just sometimes uh, maybe maybe Louis just didn't do it for you, Kim. I don't know what That's it is. That's definitely what it was. <laughs> <laughs> And she is single as we record this episode. <laughs> but no, we even do this sometimes, Brittany and I. And, you know, a good example is, you know, when we're in Las Vegas, sometimes Brittany's tired just as well, doesn't want to do anything. And I'm not like a big gambler, but I sometimes like to be down there. So if she's tired, wants to stay in the hotel, I'll go roaming the casino, roaming the shops and doing things on my own just because I don't want to settle in at that moment. So don't be afraid to split up, even if it's something temporary. And I know, I guess this is more so for a squad than as a twosome because you don't really want to eat alone if you're just traveling with two people. But even if you can't really decide where it is that you want to eat, don't be afraid to say like, hey, let's just get our own things for dinner or lunch or whatever it is that you want to do. So it really goes hand in hand. And I guess in a way that's almost like compromising, compromise to split up, right? Mm -hmm. This is a total side tangent, not about splitting up at all. But I was recently in Tahoe around four or five in the morning in the casinos, hit the craps table. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a $25 hand. I've never played that high before. I was like, fuck it. And I think I took out 100 from the ATM. 
That's three rolls of the dice, Kim. Start, or four rolls of the I dice. I know, but I started playing and I was like triple up. I was handing Charlotte money. I was handing Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I was like tipping the dealers. <laughs> so yeah, I ended up coming out on top. Uh, very nice. <laughs> That's what happens at 4 or 5 a.m. in Lake Tahoe, isn't it? It could go that way or the other way, but I'm, it I'm glad it went my way. I hit a snake eyes and I had it on the two and the field. Uh-oh. For all of you gamblers out there. <laughs> So tip number nine is to divide packing tasks. Know who's going to pack what. For example, when Jamal and I travel, I always pack the liquid toiletries and the medication bag. Like that is my task to do. And Jamal packs like the itineraries and passports and documents. And most importantly, all of our snacks. 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 If it's snacks, leave it in. Leave it in. That is for damn sure. <laughs> and I always know what Brittany wants, just again, because we've been together for so long. But if you're giving up packing, always ask somebody. And even if you're going as a twosome amongst friends, girls, hey, are you bringing the blow dryer? Are you bringing the straightening iron? That way you guys can divvy it up and you're not bringing double of anything. And so always just discuss. That way there's not duplicates of anything. And I think what's cool, too, if you don't actually plan it out, the benefit of going as a twosome is someone usually has what you didn't bring. So you're going to forget Q-tips maybe or tweezers and the other person has happened to have brought it. Yeah. And rely on the accidental forgot and don't just omit it thinking the other person like will without both that conversation. Like, oh, they're bringing uh, toothpaste. Yeah, you don't want that to happen. <laughs> they're bringing a toothbrush. <laughs> Sometimes you have to share community toothbrush. You've done that, Kim. <laughs> And as we were talking about divide packing tasks, number 10, you can actually divide planning tasks as well. So Jamal's really great with maps and transportation planning. And I'm really good with booking hotels and activities. And I'm really good with high tea, Thai food, rooftop bars, rooftop bars. Oh, That's yeah. my thing. I know when we're on vacation, <laughs> we're going to know where the best Thai place is to eat. And if there's high tea, sure as hell no, we're going to know that there's high tea there also. Hot springs too. I'm pretty good at finding those. That you are. Kim, I will give you that. You know what? We all have our niches and that is yours. But again, just divide the planning tasks. And I think a lot of these really tie into past things and future things that we're going to talk about. I mean, figure out what it is that you guys are going to want to do and then plan those tasks and activities also. So, so I'm going to share something with you. We are currently planning a trip because a previous trip may be canceled. So we are planning a backup trip. And so I told Jamal, I said, why don't you go ahead and go for it and start planning it? Because he had a day off of work and I was going to work that day. And he looks at me and he goes, but you plan all of our trips now and I don't even know where to start. Oh, you lost your touch? Well, a combination of factors, Kim. Partially lost the touch. I don't really know where to start. If I really wanted to start, I could have started. But I was busy editing an episode. And so that really occupied a lot of my day. So I really didn't get to the planning of the backup trip. And I'm also very hopeful that the backup trip being planned won't actually be taken because the trip that we have in place will actually be allowed to go through with new COVID restrictions and entry requirements to countries. So I was kind of put into fruition by not doing it was really my train of thought on that one. Mm, I see. Mm -hmm. That's what he says. And kind of lost the touch, maybe. Sometimes you have to do assignments like, hey, you research hot springs and then they know where to start. It's true. It's true. Tip number 11, we've all fallen to this one, and that is to pack a lot of snacks so that no one gets hangry. 
Because sometimes like something's delayed. You think you're going to make it to lunch at two and it ends up being five and you don't want hangry counterpart on yeah, the trip. Or not even that. Maybe you have a connection in the airport and it's long enough for you to get to your actual gate to board the plane, but not long enough for you to actually get food in the airport too. Mm. So you do need those snacks. We know domestically they don't really serve food anymore. So you're definitely going to need them for that or road trips or anything for that matter. Do have the snacks to prevent the hangry. I'd like to say and point out Jamal avoids the hangry, but these two ladies sitting next to me right now, uh, they get hangry. I remember one time when we were in Lebanon and Tim just was like, I don't even care what we eat anymore. We could have put mushrooms. It was a long ass day. It was, was. but we could have put mushrooms on it and Kim would have eaten it because she was that hangry. I've eaten a mushroom meatball before. A mushroom meatball. Meatless mushroom meatball. Okay. Well, I'm proud of you. It's a big step. Just saying. But, you know, I think women are a little more susceptible to blood sugar drops because of our hormones. So give us the snacks, people. Yeah. Point being number 11, pack the snacks to prevent the hangry attacks. Ooh, that kind of rhymed now that we said it hey, again. Hey, yeah. start rapping. Yeah, I can't That's rap. That's Dana's job. That is. I wish she was here to do it because I can't rap. Don't have that skill. Tip number 12, co-pilots. Especially when you're as a twosome, it's not fair to make one person do all the driving. So you could swap off, but if that is not an option, as some couples have their dynamic and one drives, the other should be navigating GPS. Don't make the driver do both. Yes, and be on point about it. If the turn is coming up, Tell me it's coming up. Don't tell me five miles away that in five you miles you're going to need to make the turn. have this argument all the time. Like, where's it? You, why you didn't tell me the turn? Now I have to turn around. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you subtly brought it up because I was trying to be subtle without throwing anybody under the bus. But now that you did, I'm just going to go ahead and I say it. it. She, Brittany will be very good about telling me like, oh, in five miles, you need to take this. But sometimes Google fails us and it will say, take exit. 32B, and it won't even say the name, which I think is trash on Google Maps. So if anybody from Google is listening, fix that. I mean, that's absolute trash. But point (laughs) being, Brittany will tell me like five miles, this is what you're going to want to take. Well, you know what? In that five miles and three minutes that's taking me to get there, I fucking forgot. Why don't oh my you, God, Why yeah. don't you tell me when the exit's here? So <laughs> we, we just need to work on that dynamic. So even also, though we're giving you this tip, it's a good tip to carry forward. The GPS should be able to say aloud the directions so you can hear them and your co-pilot could also direct you. Brittany mutes that. I don't like it. Hey, well, then you better be on point. Yeah, she leaves me straggling over here. <laughs> Two miles. One mile. And the reason why I don't like it is because... I used to connect it to my car and then like every time it would do a turn, it would like interrupt the mm-hmm. music and it's like your music. And then you're, it's like in one mile, turn here in half a mile, turn here. And I'm like, turn here, turn out. here. They have a TikTok with that video. And it's like when Google Maps ruins your vibe and it's playing uh, a good song. <laughs> you know, mine now, it just makes this beep noise. It doesn't even say the directions. And I actually would prefer they talk to me and ruin the vibe. So mm, I guess do some digging in the settings of your stuff before you take off. (laughs) Number 13, very important. One that I need to work on. Be patient and communicate with each other. And a lot of times, Brittany and I can really mishear each other. And sometimes that will create a dynamic where we'll start a little bit of bickering. So you do want to try to communicate as best as you can and not assume the other person is a mind reader. It's going to make your trip a lot more enjoyable that way. Yeah, a lot of the times I'll be thinking in my head, but I won't actually say my thoughts out loud. And so like take this exit, like take this exit um, where I see it and I process it, but I don't say it out loud. So, yes, sometimes I do need to work on that. 
Tip number 14 sounds really formal, but it really isn't. It is to every night go over what you're going to do the night before. Now, you don't have to pull out your printed itinerary and call attention with a gavel or anything like that, but just say like, tomorrow we are going to the Elephant Sanctuary, our reservations at nine. Discuss what time you should wake up. I actually love doing that when we go on trips as a squad to say like, okay, we have to be there by nine. So it takes an hour to get there and then we need an hour to get ready. And so we like decide together what time to wake up. An hour for bullshit, wrong turn. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Breakfast, all that good stuff. And it's helpful to go over that because if you have any open time, then the two of you can say, oh, well, I actually saw this and I might want to do that. And you can have those discussions ahead of time. You'd be on the same page the next day. Whenever we were on cruises, I would love to go to over yes. the itinerary for the next day <laughs> to see like what's going on the cruise ship. That would be like our favorite part. Like Circle after what you want to do. Yes. <laughs> but when you're on a regular trip, yeah, it's nice to be like, okay, tomorrow, this is what we have planned. We have this, this and this. These are the time frames we need to be ready by. So um, things could change too if your counterpart is like, oh, I saw this and I want to change it or I don't feel like doing that anymore or I want to sleep in because we've been going hard this whole weekend. You can change your plans too, but have those discussions. Mm-hmm. Number 15 on our list is have the fuck it, we're on the vacation mentality. Yes, I love that mentality. That is what I live for. It's one of my favorite mentalities. And when it comes to traveling as a twosome, you know, you can equate it any way you want. But one thing that I will just say in the terms of the fuck it, we're on vacation mentality is when you're in the moment, sometimes you could think to yourself, fuck, it's a lot of money. I don't really want to do it. Mm-hmm. And obviously spend within your means. I'm not saying don't spend within your means. But I've never come back from vacation and said, Jesus, I shouldn't have spent all that money. But I've come back from vacation and saying, Jesus, where did my fuck it, I'm on vacation mentality go? And I didn't do something that I should have done. Yeah. I mean, I overspend on vacation all the time and I say, okay, well, that's what happened. But I do have regrets of not spending $5 on a mariachi song Mm -hmm. on the boat in Mexico City. Yeah, or even being totally screwed out of 100 euros in Venice to not ride the gondolas. Like, I thought to myself, what a joke. And then here I am thinking to myself, I should have just spent the 100 Mm -hmm. euros and ridden the gondolas, you know? Number 16, very important. And this is when you get into little tiffs, because they do happen. Forgive and forget quickly and get on with your trip and have fun. You know, it could be something little like you went in the shower first and I wanted to shower first. You know what? I was just thinking like the shower rotation. (laughs) (laughs) Or it could be something more major like you left me at the train station or some (laughs) shit like that, you know? Well, I wouldn't forgive and forget quickly if somebody (laughs) left me at the train station. Like you're taking too long. You had both (laughs) bags. Pick it up. No, but you really have to do that. I mean, freakouts happen. So forgive and forget. Brittany knows all about the freakouts. She's the one who has them, if I'm not being mistaken (laughs) over here. No, but one of my favorite things, I shouldn't say it's a favorite thing. It's almost like I do it now to more so just kind of upset Brittany, but in a friendly way is when we get upset, I just tell her I'm over this. I want to go home because I used to do that all the time before I got to the forgive <laughs> and forget it. quickly. Yeah, because I like to fuck with you sometimes. It's not so, fucking with me. It's uh, still true. <laughs> maybe 25% of the time now it's still true. 75% of the time it's uh, me just saying it like I want to go home. But don't don't be like Jamal. Don't have the freak out. Forgive and forget. And when I say I want to go home, I mean it in the moment, but I forget it real quick after that. Five minutes later, I'm ready to hammer on through. Yeah, sometimes you just got to know when to pick your battles and 
sometimes, you know, someone showers before you, you're like, all right, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to power through this. And yeah. And I would say if you're going with a girl, especially two single girls going out, sometimes girls are in the vibe of let's go meet guys. Let's go party. And one girl might not be in that same vibe. And I've actually run into little, not freakouts or anything, but just like difference of opinion, I would say. And refer back to previous tips, either go your own way, compromise. But if it does lead to any issues, forgive and forget quickly. What's your position on forgive and forget if you ladies are both out on the prowl for a man at a bar, you call dibs and the other one swoops at Kim? I need to ask the single one. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Where's the forgive and forget on that one? To be honest, I, I think I would forgive and forget quickly because out on the prowl meeting somebody or not even meeting them and just calling dibs, like I have no emotional attachment to that guy. That's true. I just guess as a man, there's man code. Uh, amongst bros no girl code comes in when there's like an established connection already if i'd been like swooning we made out and then i turn around my friends making out with him then i'd be like it could go either way honestly (laughs) (laughs) it's a little side tangent i just thought i'd throw that out there because you mentioned about going out at night so it just came to my mind real quick but number 17 is take turns picking trips so if trip number one went well you enjoyed it and somebody else picked it for you, you pick it this time or vice versa. There should be equal decision and share of ideas on what it is that you guys are all doing. Not only that, like you guys are talking, that makes sense for you two deciding trips. But if this is a friend and you had a trip and it went well, keep the momentum going. Suggest a trip as the next one and mm-hmm. don't wait for that person to plan another one. If you liked traveling with them, like throw out something else. That's true. And if that one goes good, then, you know, throughout the idea of it, yeah, yeah, bounce ideas off each other, take those turns. But definitely you don't want one person choosing everything it is that you're doing for you. Learn from your mistakes. Number 18. This is if you've traveled with someone that wasn't a good traveler, don't do another twosome trip with them. Maybe that's a squad trip. Not everybody that you travel with is going to be your best travel buddy. So if you took a trip with somebody, didn't work out, maybe you just pass on the next one. Yeah. And don't let it ruin your friendship. You still may be good friends with them. You just can't really travel with them. It's the same thing with roommates, right? You could be really good friends with somebody, but you can't be good roommates with them. So learn from your mistakes. And if it's fixable, try to fix it, have that conversation. But if you don't think it's really worth it, just it is what it is. And don't let it ruin any of your other trips and just learn from your mistakes. Tip number 19 is plan where to eat ahead of time. This is going to save you guys so many arguments. It's like (laughs) trying to figure out what to have for dinner every night. Oh, my God. (laughs) And this is the biggest time saver because, you know, when you're on vacation, the last thing you want to do is spend time like scrolling through like, where are we going to eat tonight? Oh, this place looks okay. Oh, no, I don't like this place. So if you kind of have an idea of where you want to eat or what you want to eat in advance, it's going to save you time and an argument. Especially if they're like places that are noteworthy. When I went up to Tahoe, we had planned to go to this on the lake steakhouse pasta place. The food looked amazing. We'd all agreed that's what we were doing Saturday night. So it made it easy. And when I went to Austin with Jamie, there was this place that had beautiful pink decor, like 
pink flower phone booth. We wanted to go there for that restaurant specifically. So having those little milestones along your trip make it easier too. Yeah, I know this wasn't a couple's trip, but when we went to Grand Teton and Yellowstone, like we were so hungry after like our first day in Yellowstone because we had our drive from the Tetons and we were out all day and we get to the hotel and we're like, what are we going to eat? And then we just kept like bouncing restaurant. When you're really hungry, it's hard to choose. Yeah. So we were like (laughs) struggling there. We made a decision. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be a rigid in schedule. Like I'm eating this at this location from breakfast, lunch and dinner, but just have ideas of where it is that you do want to eat especially too if you know the person that you are traveling with is more picky in what it is that they want to eat, for example. Reservations are always a good idea too because it keeps your trip on some type of a schedule and gives you something to look forward to. And then in COVID times, reservations are just recommended all around. Number 20, take pictures and ask others to take pictures of you two. Yes, because you're going to be taking pictures of each other, but you need pictures together and make sure to be careful about who you choose to take that picture. Yes, we've had many discussions (laughs) about how trashy people are when it comes to taking photos of you. And what I mean by that is they're just not good photographers. And I'm not asking for professional, but I mean, if I'm standing in front of a building and you could get the whole goddamn thing in it (laughs) and you cut it halfway off, what are you doing with your? Yourself, like right all sky so, and no feet well this is a trick you go up to the couple and be like would you like us to take a photo of you um and then you could take a photo of us afterwards and they're gonna be like yes and then you're gonna take this amazing photo of them and then you're going to say go ahead and take a look could you get that same shot for me and Perfect, you kind yeah. of like put that angle there for them like just frame like this up. frame it up and then it can't go wrong you can always go for a gen z person too you know they know the angles they get multiple shots Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes the baby boomers are the only ones around. (laughs) But yeah, don't be afraid to tell them what it is that you want in the photo, but definitely do take pictures of others and ask them to take pictures of you too. You're definitely going to want it. You're on a trip with that person. You need to put it in stone in a way, if you will, and get that photograph of you too. Tip number 21. I love this tip. If you're going as a romantic couple, pack a little something sexy for the trip. A little lingerie, perhaps, a little bath bomb for the bath. (laughs) We see where your head is at, Kim. I like it. I like it. Yes. So I don't pack lingerie often, but I do love to cross countries and states off places where, you know, we have a little sexy time. Had to stop at Love's in Idaho. Oh, yeah. The gas station is my favorite place, Kim. Didn't you know that? Especially Love's. It just says it in the name. I know. It's so romantic. It's a classy place. (laughs) But no, I really like that idea. You're right. I mean, again, if it is one of your first trips you're taking as a couple, I imagine somebody would do this without even really thinking about it. But the longer time goes on, yes, you want to spice things up. But then, you know, I don't want to say it's not important. But I think you two, if you did that on every trip, it'd be like every other weekend. Brittany has some new lingerie. She's busting out. And Jamal's like, again? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's that balance. I'd hope it at least be on like a Valentine's Day or an anniversary trip. Oh, of course. (laughs) Or Vegas. Certain cities lend itself to be like that, right? Tip number 22. Talk to other people while you're on your trip. Yes, you two came together, but you can definitely meet people while you're on that trip. 
one of my favorite things to do. I feel like I am a social butterfly in a sense. I could talk to anybody. I really love to talk to people. And Brittany and I have done this so many times and when we're on solo couple trips, when we were in Valle de Guadalupe, we met and talked to people who were on our tour. We ended up becoming friends with them. We went out to dinner with them that night. When we were celebrating New Year's in Chamonix in the French Alps, we met a couple who was staying in our hotel. We did a few things with them, celebrated New Year's with them, had our New Year's toast and everything like that. So you're right. Even if you're on a couple's trip, you do want to have that social aspect with other people. And so just try to make friends. Put yourself in those social settings to do so, and you're not going to regret it. And finally, our 23rd tip is to have some alone time while you are on your twosome trip. This could be something as simple as you're taking a walk to get coffee in the morning or you want to stay home and journal or read. I know Zaina does that sometimes when we go on trips. Uh, Brittany, I think you were having some hammock time on our last Ecuador trip. Oh my God. So I was so into the Netflix series, Selena. Well, we <laughs> a good one. Ecuador. And I had some episodes, you know, loaded up, downloaded on my phone. And so sometimes when you're on and off the bus, you don't finish an episode. So like at the end of the night, I would go lay in the hammock in the Amazon and finish up an episode. And then once I was done with the episode, I would just lay in the hammock and just listen to all of the animals and birds and noises and river in the Amazon because we had this balcony that was like overlooking the river and it was amazing. Yeah, alone time is good, especially if you've made it to the balls to the walls phase of your twosome trips and you're on like a two week trip. You might want a little alone time during that period. Yeah, and I know we talked about number 21, if it's a romantic couple, some sexy time and the lingerie, and you would think, oh, couple's bath and a jacuzzi or hot tub. But even that alone time could be your own personal bath or anything like that, just to really relax and decompress. Because a lot of people are just maybe afraid to have this conversation or they think, oh, well, I'm on a trip with this person. I need to do this. But even if it's something romantic, alone time is something that's very healthy and you shouldn't be afraid to have it, even if you're on a vacation with your significant other or somebody. I absolutely need alone time. I love to be social. It powers me up. But at a certain point, alone time is absolutely needed. All right. It's my favorite time of the week. Questions Questions of of the the week. week. Question number one coming in hot. What are some romantic places to visit as a couple? Really, really great question. We actually have an episode all about romantic places to visit. It's episode 70. So definitely go back and check it out. I actually have a city recommendation. And this is Guanajuato in Mexico. And it is actually the perfect place for romantic couples. It's like the place that you want to hold hands and sit at a twosome table in a courtyard overlooking some music. And there's just so many like cute couple of things to do there. I would highly recommend it for couples. You know, one of my favorite places to go, if it's a romantic destination, isn't even a specific spot. Yes, we have episode 70. We list several places in there and we really do mean those locations. But one of my favorite things to do is really go to a winter destination. Mm-hmm. Because you have to cuddle. Yeah, <laughs> because you're cold. When you get back to the hotel room or your cabin or wherever Ooh, it is that fireplace. you're staying, you want to cuddle, Ooh. hot tub, mm sit and have hot chocolate, you write fireplace maybe. And I think when you need to snuggle up, it makes it a little bit more conducive for those romantic vibes. So yes, certain cities have those romantic factors and vibes to them. But if you're looking for something even just simple,
simple for that matter. I would say winter destinations lend themselves to be a little bit more romantic because you need to have that snuggle moment for the warm up. So question number two is, what do you do about the bathroom situation when you're traveling as a couple? Oh my God. Well, this is stressful. Well, do they mean as a new couple? First time having... Could be as a friend. Friends. Maybe it's a friend you're not like super comfortable with too. And that's you don't true. blow it up. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so poopery for sure. Poop hammock. What? Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard the tip of taking some toilet paper and making a hammock so that you're, when you poop, it doesn't splash the water and make noise? <laughs> Um, that is creative. You could also just put it on the water, lay it on top of the water. Yeah, that's, that's what, what she's said. talking about. Oh, okay. I was imagining like you're draping it across the sides and putting the, the toilet seat on top. <laughs> that's like, very dramatic. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Putting it on top of the water. But that's a little much, Brittany. Wow. But you know what? Yeah, if you're worried about the noises, but I wonder if you're going through that much effort, the plop noise isn't going to be as big as what maybe the coming out noise. But uh, it's good to do it before the shower. Run the water. Yeah. You have the bathroom for a long time, so it can kind of get aired out. So when I was in Guanajuato on a couple's trip, it wasn't that I was afraid to use the bathroom in the same room as this person. It was just that the room that we got, the bathroom door was see-through. And it also was open on the bottom and the top. And it was like a swinging thin door. Mm. So there was no privacy. And the bathroom was very small. So the toilet was like right in front of the door. Awesome. So when I needed to use the bathroom, I just simply asked my ex-boyfriend to leave the room. And he did. Like he knew what was going on, but I was like, you need to go. Sometimes you just need the (laughs) privacy. I get it. You know what's really, really funny though is two bathrooms really stand out. And I know I've experienced it in other places. Ironically, both of these were in Africa. And we were in Johannesburg at a really, really nice hotel. Yet the shower had no privacy whatsoever. (laughs) It was like a clear shower. And the shower was one of the things that was like out in the open and the toilet was private. So if you're traveling with somebody who's just even a friend and, you know, you're not at that comfort level or like two dudes, do you want to just shower in front of each other or anything (laughs) like that? Like literally there was no privacy because of that. And then another place when we were in Africa, kind of same situation as you were describing of that bathroom in Guanajuato, it was almost like a saloon door mm-hmm. that where it's like three feet off the ground. And so there's no privacy whatsoever. The door is just so you can't see, not so you can't hear. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's a tough one. Poopery or just straight up ask for that privacy. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to be at the real comfort level. You know, Brittany and I are 15 years. We don't care no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that note, thank you, squatties, for tuning into this week's episode. Keep the adventures going with us by following us on Instagram and YouTube. Send us in your questions of the week and tag us in where you're going. If you found the information in this episode to be useful or if you thought we were just plain funny, please be sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it, too. And as always, please subscribe, rate and review our podcast and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you. Bye. Bye.